back it down just a bit. Uh, I see the uh, strawberry cake floating still in the face of a few of y'all. You got a little bit right here. You good? You good? Uh, you know, we're we're all we've we've had some incredible speakers and and got some really great information today. Um, regardless of whether your uh, specialty or your niche in your particular ministry or church is in youth ministry, whether it's in worship leading or or any of those. Every single aspect of service that comes into the house of God falls into hospitality. So it's something that we should all be well-versed in. We should all have a passion for. So uh, I'm excited to get just a few minutes, um, hour or so, to speak about hospitality today. Let's, let's begin with the very uh, basics of that, okay? Uh, first off, before we can know a whole lot about it, we've got to know exactly what it is, right? So the definition um, by my grandfather, Mr. Webster... No, it's not Weber, it was Webster. Uh, but hospitality is the friendly reception and treatment of guests or strangers, right? That did not classify them as sinner or saint. It did not classify them as Baptist or Methodist. It said the friendly treatment of strangers or guests, right? So one of the things that, that I like to do in and God just kind of burned it into my heart. It isn't something that I practice. It's something that I get excited to do. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a natural um, feeling, emotion uh, that wants to come out of me when I see a stranger. When I just say, dude, man, we're, hey, so glad you're here today. And to say that with genuineness, to say that and mean it. And the, the key is to make sure that it's not a statement, but it's a transferring of that emotion. I want to make sure that you felt that. When I looked in your eyes and said, will that be breast or a thigh, you know, I was happy about it. I'm giving you one of them. You can't get two, but I'm going to give you one, you know. But we want to be able to transfer that, that feeling, that energy that says, you are welcome here, man. We are excited that you're here. I, I don't care what your issue is because you don't know what mine are. Thank God, you know. If you did, you probably, you know, would like fist bump me or something instead of a handshake. It may... You, it may alter your, your reaction to me. But the hospitality, it, it does such a, a, a work. When I look at the life of Jesus and I, and I study his service, man, I see hospitality everywhere. I see a man that loved unconditionally. Uh, I, I see a man that, that said, you without sin cast the first stone. You know, I, I can find a lot of places in the Bible where it tells me to love. I can't find anywhere in there where it told me to condemn you. Not a one. Can't find it. Not one of my instructions. Now, again, we've, we've heard several speakers today speak on, uh, and, and I believe we're all in one accord in the fact that, yes, we understand the difference in treating you with love, openness, and kindness, and condoning the lifestyles and behavior. We're not, he didn't tell me to condemn, but he also didn't tell me to condone. Okay, so there's a difference in that, but the difference is love. When you, when you share that, the, the question the sister asked uh, about the lifestyle choices, you know, the difference in how that message is going to, to sink in and penetrate is the delivery method. And when the delivery method is love and not condemnation, you know, if, if, if we walked around with picket signs that said God hates fags, you're probably not going to reach many of them, right? I mean, we've all seen that. I didn't just make that up. We see it. Church is picketing. Where in that does it say the love of Christ? Man, I don't see it, <laughs> you know? So the difference is how are we going to deliver the message? 
we're going to deliver the message with love and with hospitality. And when we do that, then it's his job to make it penetrate. It ain't my job to penetrate. Maybe if he was coaching me on the floor, I may have to penetrate, but that's a different ball game. My job is just to love you, man. I may not agree with the way that you live, but you'll never know that by the way I treat you. When, when, when we can live like that in our everyday life, whether it's in front of you or with a microphone in your hand, if you only say good things with a microphone, you're a puppet. Yeah, that, that's, that's, if, if we need the floor to show kindness, then we're faking it, you know, and, and it, it isn't the fake it till you make it. Sometimes that works, and I don't, you know, I've, I've kind of done that, and then, you know, leadership, you teach them, hey, man, fake it till you make it, hang out there. You know, a lot of times they don't know you've messed up until you show them that you've messed up. So just keep going, realize what you did, you know, uh, sometimes I've been put here in the, in the last few months uh, in, in a little different work atmosphere to where I get dirty. And some of y'all don't know me, but you can probably pick it off from where you're sitting that I, I ain't real comfortable. <laughs> getting. I, I like to be clean. You know, I like to, it. It feels good. I enjoy that. I don't want to be dirty. But if I have to be, that's okay. I'll get down with it. You know, there's no shame in a man going out and working and getting dirty. The shame is if I came home and I didn't clean myself up. And that's the exact same thing when we walk out into the world, when we go out into the streets to witness. Man, you can't get out there without getting some dirt on you sometimes. And you know what? I'll be honest with you. Sometimes I get that on me on purpose. Y'all probably don't, but y'all different than me. But sometimes I sin on purpose because it's just like Paul said, that that I will to do, I do not. That that I will not to do, that I do. No, No more I that do it but sin that dwelleth in me. Is that right? That's not just me, right? But when we, can, when we understand those things, and I understand that you are no different than me, which sin is the most important one? I mean, I, I've searched through it. I Googled it. If the dude at Google don't know it, they probably ain't answer to it. You know, I, I've Googled it. I've searched it. I can't find where they're classified at. I can't find if homosexuality is the worst one. Is it adultery? Is it murder? Is it just, I don't know. Can't find that answer. What I did find is that sin is sin and that God is no respecter of persons. Amen? So if those words are true, and if I'm a Christian who's supposed to be extending this hospitality to you, how can I do that any differently than looking at you just like I look at me? It's a mirror, man. I'm looking in the mirror at a man or a woman that has the same faults, the same issues, the same struggles, the same condemnation that I feel when I go out there and purposely do some of those things. You feel that same one. That individual that just walked in the doors of your congregation, they're walking in with a backpack on, man, and that backpack is, is called sin. It's called burdens. It's called I'm looking for an escape. I'm looking for somebody that'll love me today. I'm looking for somebody that'll do what this definition says and just treat me no different. Just treat me with love and kindness, man. That's what I want. When, when, when the Bible says that we were made in his image, that's what I think of. And I try to remind myself, and I'm not the best at it. I, I got, you know, we, we all got issues, okay? I miss it sometimes. But I, I try to remind myself, and if, if Coach were, had me on the floor and I was struggling in free throws, guess where I'd be at this week? I'd probably be on the line for a few hundred shots at practice. 
So why would that be any different? If I wanted to be an excellent basketball player, you know where I'd put my time at? I'd put it on the court. I'd find out what, what is it about my jumper that's causing me to hit the back of the rim, and I'd fix that. So in the same hand, if, if I'm serious about this walk with Christ, and I'm serious about being the image of the one who made me, then I'll put forth that effort, and I will work to say, Lavelle, where can you be better? What can you do different? And, and my, my method, I use the remember when method. And that's, I remember when before I say that thing that I want to say right now to you. I remember when that was me doing exactly what you're doing. And that allows the spirit to say, right on, man, good call, shut up. That's exactly what you should do right here. You should shut up and sit down. And a lot of times, you know, I sit down, but I don't always shut up, you know. (laughs) Which is why I'm still a work in progress, okay. Yeah, (laughs) but... The, the key, and, and to, to stay on point of the hospitality, man, it just how many of you in here have really been affected? I'm talking about a complete stranger, somebody that you don't know, that just absolutely was hospitable to you. What did you feel like that day? What did that situation, remember that, remember the emotion. You know, the, the human body, I don't know if any, nobody's probably picked up, but I'm in sales. Anybody got? <laughs> but people buy on emotion. They don't buy on logic. I can show you that, that this box of Kleenex is usually a dollar, but right now you can have it for a quarter. Logic says, hey, I'm going to use that anyhow. I want it. But if you can tie an emotion to that, it triggers something completely different in your brain that now says at a much deeper level, i got to have that. Those are the, that's the real Kleenex. That ain't nose wipes. Those are the, that's the good ones, right? But it's emotion. You tie an emotion to it. Remember that emotion. Remember what you felt like. When somebody, for no apparent reason, was just kind to you. Somebody, for no reason at all, just said, man, I appreciate your service. You're the gas station attendant. How many people are really showing extra courtesy to the, to the person taking their, you know, change at the... Not a whole lot. We're busy, man. The world's crazy today. There's so much to do. I wasn't even looking at them. I was just paying them while I was updating my Facebook account, you know? Not really. I don't do that. I put my phone down when I'm in public, but... But so many times we're just so fast-paced, we're so busy that we just walk right by people. We just go right by them. We don't see them. But if you really let that emotion set in of what that felt like, what kind of transference you just made to that individual that you impacted right there with just something as simple as hospitality, just being kind for no good reason, just because it's too easy not to. That's what I say. It's too easy not to do it. It doesn't cost me a doggone thing. Nothing in the world has it cost me to be kind to you today. So that why, why would I not want to do that? If it's free, it ain't costing me nothing, and it really don't even take much effort. Sometimes it's just as simple holding a door for an extra second. Sometimes I hold the door for an extra 10 seconds, you know, because you know how people get, they have to try to, oh, <laughs> got to jog. I just want you to be healthy, so I'm going to help you jog on up here. I actually, I did that to a lady the other day. <laughs> I caught her eye in the parking lot, and I saw we made eye contact, so I just held the door. I was like, come on, knees to chest. Let's go. Move it. You know, and she did. She, she kind of ran a little bit, and I was like, I'm sorry. I just, I just making you jog a little bit. I knew you was too far to try to get here, but I, I just wanted to hold that for you. you know, but you know what she did? She walked inside that gas station smiling. You know what that did for her? You know what impact that had six hours later? I don't, but I just believe that it had a positive impact. I believe that her day was just changed right then by that dude that just made her jog into the racetrack, you know? That's hospitality, man. That's just simple, loving people 
It had nothing in it for me. I got nothing but a giggle down the road over it. You know, that was good enough. Paid in full. I'm good. You know, but now we got two people smiling. If I can do that again, that's four of us. If we can do that again, there's eight of us. If we keep doing that, what, what are we doing? We're changing the world, man, one person at a time, one door hold at a time, one smile at a time. You know, that's hospitality. When our churches, when the body of Christ really gets onto that, and we lock in on that, that I don't care what church you came to, I don't care what problem you have with you, I love you. I love you like he loves me. If I can do that, we're winning, man. We're winning, right? We're, we're changing people. You know, the book of Mark, he tells us to go ye all. He didn't say the pastors. He said the leaders. Go ye all into the world and preach the gospel. Now, you can interpret that preach the gospel in different ways, right? Some of us are pastors. Some of us are ministers. Some of us are youth pastors. Some of us lead worship. Uh, some of us just passed a chicken out at the church social, you know. But we can share that gospel through the image of Christ in me. That, that is part of my sharing of the gospel. My testimony, my living, walking testimony, allowing you to see me every day, if, if I can make those actions reflect, reflect Christ, then, then am I not sharing the gospel? Isn't that what he told me to do? I mean, the New Testament, and it's not to discredit the Ten Commandments or any of the old law, but the New, the New Testament, when they ask him, Master, which is the most important, what did he say? We all know it. He gave us two, right? One of them was to love, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. And the second was what? Which one? Your gay neighbor or your straight neighbor? What about your Muslim neighbor? Just anyone? It didn't say which one. Okay. Then, then hone in on that. And do not allow the enemy, do not allow the, the rules of my grandfather, love him, not disrespecting any grandma or grandpa, but I don't live by granddad's convictions. I live by the father, not the grandfather. Okay? Just because it was taught to me, I mean, if, if we went by that practice, then, you know, again, I've covered this. If some of us in trouble wearing these pants in here. Y'all know better wearing them pants in this church house. Right? I mean, if I live by grandfather's rules... Y'all better not put, you better wipe that lipstick off, what you better do. You know better than being in this house of God looking like that, old Jezebel spirit trying to creep in here. Yeah. So, are you going to live by grandfather's laws, or are you going to live by the father's? You decide. You get to make that decision. My Bible tells me that I better seek out my own soul and salvation. Don't forget that last part, with fear and trembling. Because you're the one accountable for that. I can't get you to heaven and I can't send you to hell. But if I'm accountable for me and I'm doing it to him based on my honest God, hey, help me here. You, you know the thoughts in my mind. You know what's coming out of me. So you know that my intent is to do what's right. But just like Paul, sometimes my will gets in the way. Right? That's human nature. If I could keep my will from getting in the way, then I don't need your son dying for me. I got it figured out, right? But I don't. I need him. I need him every single day. Yeah, I need him definitely on the 27th of the month because that's when it gets crazy around by the house. You know, people be coming in town. So, yeah, near the end of the month, I need you to show up early, right? Yeah, because that's just life, man. We all got issues. So does the person that you're talking to today. So does the person you're holding the door for at church this morning. They got issues, but, but they're here seeking the same God that saved you. 
the same God that gave you salvation and loves us unconditionally. You know, I, it's been a powerful week for me just in, in just my walk, man. I've just been trying to hone in and shut out the distractions and, and just spending hours a day in silence. No radio, no nothing. And it, it's been powerful uh, just in my spirit, just riding down the road and, and for no good reason, my chin just gets to shake and look like Jamie Nash holding a microphone, right? Just about, about to just break down. No, my bad. I'm, I love him, brother. He kind of soft. We pick on him a little bit. He's all right. He's a good guy. But you know, but the more we kind of hone in on that and just say, but really, my my prayer was, God, I just want to work more, man. Give me more. I got energy. You know, I shared with Pastor a few weeks ago. You know, the Bible says, "Come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest." And I, my prayer that day when I was thinking about that was, God, I don't need rest. I need more work. Open me another door. Open me. Send somebody in front of me today that I can make a difference to. We'll rest when I'm tired. I ain't tired right now. I still want to work. I got more to do. And if we really, if we got into that, into that, that feeling and that lifestyle of, I really just want to be in hospitality. I mean, that's, you know, I mean, it's just hospitality, man. It's just kindness. It, it's, it's a man walking, walking down the streets of Jerusalem that just said, you know, yeah, rise up and walk. You know, why? yeah, it's a Sabbath. You're healed. You know, it's kindness. But the law said, you know, you can't, you can't do that, right? Sometimes you got to be a rule breaker. How many knows Jesus was a rule breaker? You better know he was a rule breaker. They killed him because he was a rule breaker. Yeah, they gonna come after you for being a rule breaker. You better not come in my church with no short pants on, right? They will get you for being a rule breaker. Sometimes you got to break the rules, man, to, to do his will. He was the example. I'm supposed to follow him, right? All right, don't get mad at me when I go breaking the rules. Then. Just, hey, he said do it, you know. I'm just, I'm just trying to be in there. But well, that's about my hour. So I'm gonna, listen, I, I appreciate you guys. I, I want to leave something with you um, that, that's been said again. But remember this. Remember this when you're out there. Remember this the next time that tough question is posed to you of how do I act. I act in love. If that's my foundation, it won't be wrong. Whatever your answer, if it's done in love and it's done in honesty that lines up with the Word of God, it will not fail you. It is not your job to change them. My job is to love you and hold that door for you in the morning. That's it. That's, that's all he asked out of me today. I can, get, can you give me that? Who can give me that? Who can hold a door and, and share a smile? Amen. All right, we're ready for, come on. We're, <laughs> he's got a marriage renewal tonight. He's excited about that, and we are for him. Ms. Manuel, if you'll come. We are excited about hospitality and ushers and the ministry that God's given to us as the church. We're glad you're with us. Glad Lord, to be here. Lord bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Come on, church. Thank you. Mine going to be short and sweet. It ain't going to be long like that. But I... <laughs> But um, I'm like the young man. I, I, I enjoyed him so much. And um, God gave me also the um, hospitality um, uh, H's for helper. And it's uh, help, to, help to guide others. Uh, o is for offering, giving thanks all the time. Um, S, for we ought to be the salt of the earth. 
P is for peaceable with all men. I is for image, a likeness of God. T is teachable and willing to learn. A is for answered prayers. L is for the light of my path. I is for intercession, a plea on behalf of others. T is for trust. We got to be trustworthy. And U is you. It starts out with you. All right. Can I have some, uh, um, I need some volunteers. Maybe about three or four. Make it four. Make it four. <laughs> I didn't need volunteers. Look, I didn't need volunteers. Look, I don't care. Let's make it four. All right. Now, when I read to you, I need y'all to turn to your left or to your right. But I want you to give that person your hand, okay? You don't got nobody over here, so you just be in the open. All right? Um, the name of this is Miss Wright. Mm-hmm. Miss Wright got up early this morning on the right side of the bed and went left to the bathroom. Now, I want you to hold a hand. And you don't hold a hand. No, no right. All right. The right hand. Okay. And then when I say left, then you turn loose and you do left hand. You do that? All right. All right. All right. Look here. Miss right. Okay. You can't do it, let's say. But then left. Anyway, y'all going to be holding hands. <laughs> y'all going to be holding hands. Okay. I know. I know. Right in there. Y'all two get together and these two get together. That way you can switch hands. Uh-huh. Okay. All right, how about, let's start over. Miss Wright got up on the, le- on the right side of the bed and went left to the bathroom. And when she got in there, she forgot she left her um, towel right down <laughs> the hall. Okay? So she left out the bathroom. <laughs> and went right to the kitchen. Yeah, to the right. You got to turn it loose. Ah. Right. <laughs> yeah, they probably changed it. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> well, y'all going to do Zudio. Here goes Zudio. Okay. So then um, she went right to the uh, kitchen to fix breakfast. Okay. She went left into the refrigerator, got eggs and bacon out, and she forgot, and, and she left the dishes uh, not clean all night long. Now, the subject of this is, we're talking about food safety. Food safety. She went right to the bathroom. She got out of the bed, went right to the bathroom. She went to wash up, okay? She forgot she left the towel. She had to go down and get the towel. Left from getting the towel, went straight to the kitchen, and went and started feeding, getting herself ready for breakfast, okay? But then guess what she would do? She forgot and she didn't wash dishes last night. So those hands you just touched when you get ready to fix your food, then then wash up in the bathroom. <laughs> came out, went right to the to the um, kitchen and start cooking. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. We have to be careful about what we do. And you know what? We start out with the, with the little kids because, you know, when little kids, you be teaching them how to wash their hands, you know, and they do a little, a little happy birthday song, you know. And along the way, as we get older, we forget the happy birthday song. 
We just go in there, just dash it a little bit. Come on, I can, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many of y'all um, go on picnics or have grills, barbecues at night at the house? All right. When you go on a picnic, tell me something that you take with you besides the food. Napkins, sanitizer. What you say? What you say? Yes. Yes. How many of y'all take water with you when you go? Water, bowls. Look here. You take your um, your towel. You, mm-hmm, you take bleach. Uh, you need a, a bottle with some bleach in it. Because you don't know who was there before you. If you go to them tables, you don't know who was there. You need to wipe them tables down. You need to take ice with you. Because long time ago, we can sit food out, and it'll be fine. We'll play all day and come back, and you eat, and it's fine. They don't put something in that mayonnaise. It's got to be the mayonnaise. <laughs> Taylor said it don't stay long. You know, <laughs> I just fixed it this morning. I, you know, it don't, it don't last as long as it used to no more. They put so much chemicals in this food till it's not like it used to be. Long time ago, you can sit out of um, cabbage out on the, on the stove, and you can go out, and you can leave that cabbage there. You come back now, it's boiling. So they're putting too much stuff in there. So we have to be careful when we go out and when we do things. And, and the way they did that right there, if we go to restaurants, you think about these all-you-can-eat places. Now, I go. But when I get to the table, I got some sanitizer to wash my hands from all that stuff before I put my hand in my mouth. Because everyone don't pass through, don't touch them handles, going all the way through. And then you do this. Okay? I'm going to skip by another thing for hospitality is what drew me, first God drew me to Bronson. But when I first came to visit, I loved it there. I come from St. Pete. Nobody don't be waving their hand at you at St. Pete unless they're trying to get some. <laughs> but, but I <laughs> but, mommy, but, but when I, I, kept, I entered into Bronson and the man walking down the road, and he just, I'm like, I like that. I like that. So now I do it. My husband said, why are you waving at people? You don't know him. I said, I don't care. <laughs> Somebody did me like that. I like it. I like it. Look at <laughs> that's, a, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. We, I, I work in the, in the cafeteria at the high school, at the middle high school, and I'm on the Olicott line. And when my kids come through and they buy something, I say, thank you very much. Nice doing business with you. And they like that. And some of them come back, you know, and just to, just to hear me say, nice doing business with you. Miss Kimmel worked the line. She said, well, I ain't hardly make no money. You, you wasn't here. They must don't like me. I said, <laughs> I said, did you say nice doing business with you? She said, well, no. They like that. They like that. All right. Oh, I forgot. I'm, I'm skipping y'all, but y'all, when, you, when we go on picnics, take your thermometer. You know why? You need to make sure that meat don't. Because some of this meat tough. I bought some chicken from Save-A-Lot. That leg and thigh was so big, it looked like hen. You, 
need to stick that meat. Else you're going to dry it out. But it'll be done. It'll be done. But <laughs> Okay. All right, all right. I'm 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 by through. But <laughs> but but um um I tell you, I tell you, I lost my thought, but I, I gotta get off of this right here because I could talk to y'all better. <laughs> but um bike to safety, bike to um sanitize, making sure everything is nice and clean um for our kids because when we touch, we touch and we give to other people and whatever sickness we have it goes on to somebody else. You know, I, I, I went to school, I hugged somebody, I got sick because I'm a hugger. I got sick. I didn't know they were sick. And so in, in, in the meanwhile, I tried to fight it, you know, four days. I didn't go to the doctor. They finally got to me. I said, well, okay, I need to go to the doctor and get some medicine. So I went on and got some medicine. I'm getting a little better. My husband don't got And I said, well, you want to you going to the doctor? I ain't going to no doctor. He, he didn't go to the doctor, but it's just that it catch it just like it's leaping. Them germs just leap on you, you know, and it stays with you for a while if you don't take care of yourself. And it's important because what what's happening is it affects the older people faster because their immune system is down. It affects the little ones because their immune system is down. And then if you have any kind of chemotherapy, any any kind of stuff like that, um, it affects your system and it stays in your system longer. So we have to be wise of what we do and how we treat each other, how we're shaking hands and stuff like that. You know, like I say, everybody don't wash their hands. I go in the bathroom, little girl walked out. I said, well, she must do that at home. Walk right on out. I said, hey, baby. <laughs> she said, ma'am, I said, you didn't wash your hands. <laughs> she said, oh, okay. Look, I said, I was hoping her mama don't come back in there. I really did. <laughs> but I said, you didn't wash your hands. You came out the bathroom. You know, I was at Walmart. <laughs> You wash your hands, you know, but, <laughs> but, um, I just want to tell, um, Bishop Stacy, thank you for the opportunity, um, to have me do this and our pastor. Thank you. Yeah.